Simply Abundant, Intuitive Hour. For overthinkers who are finally ready to move from their heads to their hearts for more connected relationships and a fulfilling life. Here's Tracy Crossley. Yo, 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 yo. Here we are for another episode of my podcast. Woohoo! Yeah, I hope that doesn't hurt your ears. Anyways, we're on number 272, and that is freaking hard to believe. I like to say that every once in a while to remind myself that I actually started this tentatively over three years ago, wondering if I could manage to do it on a weekly basis and keep to it. And it's just so hilarious because here we are, and I've kept to it, and I do it twice a week, and sometimes three times a week if you count my video podcast. All right, let's get into it. As I said, number 272. Other people are mirrors for us. Yay! Yeah, I know. Some people think, no, they're not. Other people are assholes. Whatever. Here's the deal. Other people can show you how self-aware you are. See, you should use things to your benefit. Not that you're using other people, but you should use what is available to you to get to know you so you know what you're doing so that you can decide if you want to choose something or not based on the fact that you now have insight into how you are acting. Because other people can show us how we treat ourselves. Yes, they can show you exactly how you treat yourself and how you treat others. It's the relationship with yourself that's totally reflected in other people that are out there. Always, always, always. If you're paying attention, you'll see it. And so the basic premise is you also get back what you give, right? Yeah, sort of. No, really you do. It's manipulative, by the way, if you're trying to get something back. Yeah, a lot of people don't even realize they're doing it half the time. But we want people to like us. We want people to be nice to us. We want people to do what we want them to fucking do. So sometimes we don't act in a way that reflects our authenticity. So a lot of us don't see ourselves as we are. We don't want to admit we're jealous, manipulative. We don't want to see that we are doing anything that's imperfect or wrong or offensive or anything. It's only other people that are. And of course, those people that are offensive, you're not like them at all, right? And it's not that you're like them. And I'm going to clarify all of this. But when you react to what someone else says or does, it's usually because of something you don't like or accept in yourself. So look at your reaction to others and you can pretty much get to know yourself a little bit better. Yes, sirree, you can. So I'm going to give you an example. And then I'm going to give you the main point. We're not calling it a call to action anymore. We're going to call it a main point because that's really what the fuck it is. And you're going to write it down if you want to. Only if you want to. All right, what's an example? Let's say your mate or the person you're dating is jealous of the time you spent with your friends and you get very defensive about it, thinking he or she is totally overreacting and you focus on that. And instead, what you could actually do, instead of focusing on your partner, who's a mirror for you, look at why you're having that reaction. What the fuck is your reaction all about, right? You can only react to what lives inside of you, to what you believe, based on your thoughts and your feelings, okay? Not because someone inserted it in your body because of how they're acting. When you react, it lives within you, okay? So look at why you're having that reaction. And if it's because you're jealous of your partner spending time with people other than you, then maybe you need to look at that. Or maybe you're jealous because 
Your partner spends time at work or spends time on a hobby or isn't giving to you how you want. Or maybe they're jealous because all they do is live for you. Uh-huh. Right? And then you're like, oh my God, I wish they get a life. Well, you've got to look at where inside of you, you match them. When you don't feel like your partner makes time for you though, let's not get away from this example, but you know, when you feel like your partner makes, or I'm sorry, doesn't make time for you, you might get upset when that person, your partner, you know, reacts to what you do that's similar, like spending a lot of time with your friend. I've coached people who do this, okay? And they don't see it in the other person until it's pointed out because they feel they're a different person. And we are. It's not saying you're the same person, by the way. That's not what I'm saying. But you want to make sure you're always honoring yourself on another note. So what that could also mean is, let's say your sniffing other is jealous of the time you're spending with your friends and you get very defensive thinking they're totally overreacting. And maybe perhaps also you go out with a certain set of friends that you don't honor yourself with and you don't go out for reasons of, I really enjoy being with these people. Maybe you go out with them because it means something to you and how other people see you. So you're not being authentic. And so you could say, well, my partner's not being authentic because they're jealous, they're attached, they're having an issue with me. Well, what am I doing that's inauthentic? Okay, so it doesn't have to be jealousy match. It could also be inauthenticity match, all right? It doesn't have to be a direct hit in that way. It's when you look at it and you look deeper. Okay, why does someone act jealous? Because they feel that they're not getting something. They feel that they deserve something else on some level that they're not getting. And if they hold another person accountable to it, which is impossible, but they do, then you have to look at, well, where do I hold other people accountable? How do I do that in my own life? You may not do it in that situation. You may do it in a different situation. So I'm trying to give you like different ways of seeing how people can mirror us. Okay. Like you could be at the checkout line at the grocery store as another example, right? And somebody behind you is getting irritated because it's taking so long for maybe the person in front of you because maybe they have 17 items instead of 15 items. And so then you're looking at them going, oh my gosh. And you can relate because usually you're the person who's freaking out and you're kind of judging this person behind you going, gosh, boy, they must be having a bad day or what's wrong with them. And then the next day you're in a hurry, you're in line and you're at a different checkout, you know, cause you're pissed that you had to go back to the grocery store the second day. And so you're doing the same thing that the person was doing the day before. Like people reflect all of our crap, even if it's not happening at the same time. I guarantee it because we're all human beings and we all have triggers because we all have bullshit beliefs. That's why. So to the degree that you got a handle on your shit, you want to look at how other people are a mirror for you. That's all. It's a self-help tool. So, you know, some people don't want to take that responsibility because they'd rather be a victim in a situation and go, oh, look at my partner or look at my whatever. They're doing this and they're doing that and I'm Priscilla Perfect. Well, no, you're not. I guarantee you that something has put you where you are and that your point of judgment is a false point. Okay. So anyways, go ahead and get a piece of paper and pen and write this down. You can learn so much about yourself from other people if you look for it. 
You have to stop being a victim and start looking at yourself from a different perspective. So I had somebody who actually had me thinking, you know, I think I'm going to do this topic because there was a social media exchange I had with this person. And it was where I had been talking about it in a video, uh, this exact topic being people, people being mirrors for each other. That's the exact topic. And someone commented that their situation didn't fit and it's about the division of chores with their housemate. And this person feels they do the chores and the other person does not do the chores. So the other person's breaking the agreement and she does not see how they're mirroring each other. So the housemaid is showing her, if she's paying attention, how she doesn't honor herself. So she has to look at where she doesn't honor herself if she's paying attention, right? Because if someone's not honoring an agreement with us, then obviously they're not honoring anything about us. But how are we not honoring ourselves? So I mentioned, hey, you know what? You made the choice to live there. But then came a bunch of excuses from this person. Well, I can't, you know, financially, you know, there's this blah, 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 blah. And I'm not making fun of it because we do this crap all the time in our lives. And I used to do this all the time. It's that we make a bunch of excuses for ourselves instead of taking the responsibility and becoming empowered. Taking responsibility is an empowering thing to do. Blaming another person and looking at them as the problem is a victimization of yourself. So it's empowering for her to go, hey, I made a choice to be here for whatever the fucking reason is. You got to say I'm here, right? And I'm continuing to participate. So until this person stops seeing herself as the exception to the rule or as a victim because her housemate's the perpetrator, which if you look at the drama triangle podcast I did a few weeks ago, that would be helpful or whenever I did it. And um, anyways, she'll never see how she's reflected in him because she refuses to because she's made him the bad guy. So, so the deal is I'm trying to say, hey, look, you can look at yourself and that's a gift. It's not so you blame yourself and go, oh my God, I'm just like that person. No, it's so you see your stuff because it's really hard to see your stuff. A lot of us struggle to do that. I can look at people and go, wow, I remember having that stuff or I, re I do have that stuff and I do it all the time. It's easy. My fiance and I, we see each other constantly that way. And it's great because it helps me with my own awareness. But anyway, so this person built the story of helplessness instead of recognizing that this person is simply reflecting that she doesn't take care of her needs and well-being, that she put herself in a position because of circumstances she believes forced it. See, I hear that all the time. I have circumstances that forced it. Well, if you believe that, you're always going to stay a victim. You're powerless. You have to look back and go, I actually made a choice to be here. And I probably made choices to get to the choice to be here. When you own it and you say yes to it, you set yourself free. Because the truth is, it's a really limited way of seeing things. And there's a lot of scarcity around that. Like, this is the only place I can be. So if you're settling, someone's going to treat you like you're settling. If you're uplifting and you're making your way in the world for yourself from a creative space, people will reflect that back to you. That's the truth, right? So using other people as a mirror is an opportunity for growth. And that means taking that responsibility for your choices and looking at where you don't honor yourself as this person doesn't. She's not taking care of her needs and well-being. She's totally focused on why her housemate isn't living up to his end of the bargain. And then she's trying to punish him or only do this or only do that. And it's like, 
That doesn't work. It doesn't work. And it's not the point of the problem. The problem is deeper. And it is why you've decided that you're going to be there and it's your only choice. That is your whole perception is thrown in that direction. So look at your housemate. How does your housemate settle? What does your housemate not do for him or herself, right? Or, you know, anybody listening. What is it? And then look inside and own it. You'll feel better. You will. So I don't really have a happy ending for the person. I don't always have happy endings with these things. But I try to bring up things that I know are relatable because it's not just this social media exchange. I hear stuff like this in sessions I do with people. And I used to hear it out of my own mouth. Yes, I did. All the time. So I know it really well. So the deal is... I'm going to repeat to you one more time the main point, and that is you can learn so much about yourself from other people if you look for it. You have to stop being a victim and start looking at yourself from a different perspective. Why is this important? Other people are amazing group, you know, tools for growth. They really are. Like everything in life actually is. Every situation we're in. When we look at why we chose to be where we are And then we look at the choices of other people in our environment. We can totally see the mirror. Totally. And that's awesome. Again, it may not be a mirror in the same situation, but it is a mirror in characteristics. Totally. So if you look at them as learning opportunities instead of getting defensive and shutting down, then you have hope for yourself in changing that paradigm in your life. So if you ignore it, it's just going to be, hey, I'm going to stay in victimhood and I'm going to accuse other people of being assholes and I'm not an asshole. Well, that's never going to let you see yourself clearly. It's disempowering and it's going to keep you stuck because you're going to need everybody outside of you to cooperate and good fucking luck with that because I don't know very many people that are like, yes, I will do whatever you say. I will become whatever you say. Oh, I'll honor all of the agreements I make with you and I'll do what I said I would do. I mean, there's so many situations where people just do what the hell they want to do, right? And so I always say, how do you hold people accountable? You can't, but you can hold yourself accountable and you can start to look at why do I choose to be in situations with people who go against you know, an agreement or, or whatever it happens to be and go, well, what is it that they're mirroring in me that I don't like, that I struggle with, that I wish I didn't have? That's where you want to look. So I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm a special snowflake. I'm the exception. <laughs> oh, snowflake. That's such a funny thing. Snowflakes are really beautiful if you look at them through a microscope, by the way. But anyway, I'm, you know, you're thinking I'm doing everything right. It's the other person who keeps fucking things up. Well, that is a victim mentality. It is totally powerless. What power do you have? Like, think about that. What power to berate somebody, to punish them? That's not power. That's complaining. That's whining. That's basically not being responsible for yourself. So they're trying to teach you something. You're just unwilling to look at it because that would mean taking responsibility for yourself and your choices and your stories and seeing yourself clearly. It's easier to blame someone else and say it's their fault instead of going, what in me mirrors this? Okie dokie, folkies. Wow, that was a really bad rhyme. All right, so tips. We got some tips. Number one, I have four of them. One, you have to want to know yourself. This is hard because you have certain stories about yourself you don't want to let go of. As an example, you're the altruistic mate. And your partner is an ass. 
So you don't want to let go of that because you don't know what power you'll have. You don't know what control you'll have. So it's they have to be the asshole and you have to be wonderful because that story is going to feel really hard to let go of. And that is the truth. I have been there. Okay. I know how hard it is to let go of it. You think it's powerful, but it really isn't. Number two, own your choices. You've decided to be exactly where you are. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. You were not placed here by a lightning bolt. Okay. You made choices to be exactly where you are. Own them. You'll feel way better. Three, the next time you're triggered by someone's behavior, use it to look at yourself and ask what is really bothering you. Turn it on yourself. Look deeper. Use it as an opportunity because we only react to things, like I said earlier, that live inside of us. So identify what that is. Number four, once you see what is inside of yourself that you don't like, stop fighting it and accept it's there. Then find out why. Have some curiosity. Where did it come from? It might be a protective mechanism, which is a fear. So look deeper at what your fear is. You might have a fear of being found out, a fear of some flaw that you've been hiding and you've been wanting to not take responsibility for, or, you know, and by the way, flaws are totally delusional because frankly, as a human being, we're not perfect, but the way we categorize flaws as though they're something horrible to hide, it's just not true. It's just not. So anyways, you want to look for these things. You might, you might want to see that it might be a fear of abandonment or a fear of being unlovable or fear of something. So let me give you a recap. The recap is that it's difficult to see ourselves as we are. Absolutely. We don't want to admit when we can be manipulative, jealous, or any other, let's say, negative way of being, right? A negative emotion, a negative perspective. So if we're really paying attention, then when we really want to know what our stuff is, pay attention to how other people are a mirror for you which means that they're fantastic tools for personal growth. It's not about judging them and it's not about judging yourself. It's about getting to know yourself by seeing yourself through the eyes of others, meaning not how they see you, but how you can see you, okay? That's what matters because then you can see yourself more clearly. So when you react to what someone else says or does, it's likely going to trigger something because reacting comes from being triggered. It is not an action. It is not coming from a motivation inside of you. It is because something lives inside of you that you probably don't like or don't accept. So use it as an opportunity to discover what that is. Remember, you can learn so much about yourself from other people if you look for it. You have to stop being a victim and start looking at yourself from a different perspective. You have a universal right and that universal right is to remain blind and blame other people for the choices you've made. Or you can see them as an opportunity for your own self-growth and you can see yourself more clearly. Really do yourself a favor and let go of the judgment and just see you by looking at how you judge someone else. Not because you're judging them and going, okay, I'm going to make a judgment, but why you're judging them, what the judgment is and bring it back to you. Related podcasts are Journey of Attachment, How Triggers Uncover Old Pain, and the other one is five ways to tell you're growing as an individual. So thank you for listening. I am totally thrilled that you're here listening and that you get something from this because I love doing this and I really am, am happy to be doing it on a weekly basis to give information that I found helpful in my own life. All right. So if you want to get uh, weekly updates on this podcast as far as when they are, what they're about, 
sign up at my website, tracycrossley.com slash podcast, or you can find me on social media. And with that, I will leave you here. Have a good one. Bye-bye. To find out more about Tracy and her podcast, visit tracycrossley.com. That's where you can sign up for her newsletter or a discovery session. The website again is tracycrossley.com. 